All right, boom. OC Sports Talk back for week number six, I believe, as far as the podcast goes. <laughs> Episode four, <laughs> part two. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we're back. I'm KC along with my co-host, Miami Marcus. What's going on, Marcus? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, well, I mean, not really. The Dolphins lost. It's a tough week for Miami fans. We got hit in the face with reality. And yeah. that's I'm still trying to come to grips with that. We've seen that the great Tua Tungavailoa is, in fact, a mortal man. He is. And that hurts. He is. He's still a rookie. Um, obviously. You know, you can't can't expect him to come out there and just no, light it up right loss. away. Yeah. And it's not like it was like that ugly of a loss. Um I know uh the coach did come out uh Flores did come out and say that he technically was benched for Fitzpatrick in the end, but they were just trying to change things up a little bit more than they were benching him because of his performance, I think. And he also took that hit, and he looked a little... It's one of those things of being... It's an important game. It's not a must-win. Right. It was a game we kind of... I wouldn't say it's still a must-win. We The last four games of the week, which are going to be some of our hardest because we got to play the Chiefs, uh, Patriots. I don't know why. I don't see them as that difficult. No, and that's a winnable game. So that's a tough three games right there we have to play, but I still got faith in Miami. Yep. They'll make the playoffs. I, I still have faith in them to win the division. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, and uh tough week on the Cheesehead side of things. Packers ended up losing in overtime. Goof. Um, rough loss, but good game overall. Um, that's, a, that's the type of team that we're going to have to be able to beat down the road, so at least we got to look at a team like that. You know, relatively complete offense and a stellar defense. You know, we played the Saints earlier in the year, and I think it's a similar uh, type of situation, so we know that we can beat those types of teams. Um, but our, I felt like our defense was pretty decent. Our offense didn't do them any favors as far as setting them up as far as field position goes, and, um, you know, the, the mistakes on the offensive side ended up costing things. You know, the defense still seems to have those holes where they're just letting up yards after yards with rushing. Um, Indianapolis came out in the second half and just pounded the ball, took control of the clock. The Packers had two three-and-out possessions throughout the entire third quarter, and then uh, Indianapolis had the ball the rest of the time, and that kind of sealed the deal, I think. Um, a lot of it, too, uh, it comes down a lot to, I think, like Green Bay has such a great ability with Aaron Rodgers and that stout receiving core they have, too. Yep. If they have the ball last... They can get it through and probably punch it in to win. Yeah, but your defense is also weak enough mm-hmm. too. Is where if they have the ball last, they're probably also going to be looking yeah. to do it as well. Yeah, it seems like um, I I don't I I don't like the narrative of the Packers really should win after a receiver in the draft because I I think Rodgers has proven and the receivers have really stepped it up this year. Um, you know they've made a few mistakes, but every you know I I don't think there's anything wrong with the way the receiving core has been playing. I think we we've had three different guys have multiple games with over 100 receiving yards. Um, you know, we have Lazard back. MVS has proven that he is a pretty decent receiver. He's such a good deep threat. He's got such speed. You know, um, those. it's good to have one of those guys. you got the consistent guy, probably top three wide receiver in the league, and Devontae Adams, and, you know, things are looking good on that sense. The defense has improved these last couple of weeks, um, but now that they've been playing good, the offense hasn't been doing them any favors with setting them up with short field positions. Our special teams has been absolutely atrocious. Um, I think our punters um, got one foot out the door because he hasn't had a punt go over 40 yards, I think, in the last two weeks, which is pretty ridiculous. So they've been setting up, they've been giving the other teams some really good field positions, and the offense hasn't been doing them any favors with 
sustaining some long drives and giving them a break. They, Like I said, they spent almost the entire third quarter out on the field and a good portion of the fourth quarter as well. So um, defense has stepped it up. Like I said, the rush, the rush defense really isn't there still, but uh, they've stepped it up otherwise, and I'm, I don't have any complaints with them the last two weeks. Nah. But the offense has got a... Got some, got to stay mistake free. Uh, we've been turning the ball over way too much. Going back to the draft, uh, you know, instead of maybe taking the future quarterback that, in all honesty, may never actually play a snap for you. Right. Uh, there was this guy. His name is Patrick Queen. Yeah. And he's playing really good linebacker right now. Yep. I, I been, fully agree. Would have been kind of nice to have, you know. Yep. I, I think anybody would have. Uh, I, th- I think. Now, um, you know, with because, you know, the front office has to kind of predict how the year is going to go. And I don't think that they maybe really predicted they they probably were kind of reading into the Packers were going to regress going into this season compared to last season. You know, the 13 and three record last year was everybody kind of looked at it as a little bit of a fluke. So I think maybe the front office read a little bit too much into that, too, and started building a little bit more towards the future with the first two picks. Um, you, and I think you, now going you back have into the best it, quarterback in football. Yeah, Why aren't but, you trying to just load the stack and win Super Bowls that way? I, I, I don't know. I, Why do you I, care I don't know if your team logic. is good in four years? You can't predict the future like that. Why don't you right. do what you can, you know, like I've said, there's a lot of things you can do. You can mm-hmm. try and load your team up now, make them as best you can, and then in five years, mm-hmm. who fucking cares? Because you win two Super Bowls yeah. in this time now, no one's going to care if you guys kind of suck a lot in five years because mm-hmm. you can still hold it over everyone else in your division that you've actually done something in the last 20 years that they haven't or yep. ever have done. Yeah, it's uh, it's a work in progress. Um, I think we have a pretty decent schedule going forward. Our next toughest game is definitely uh, Tennessee, and I'm not really looking forward to see what Derrick Henry is going to do to our defense. So hopefully by that time, um, our defense has really uh, sharpened things up. Um, but, it, you know, if it becomes a shootout and for some reason the Packers are able to control the ball during that game, I think we got a chance and... We got it. Yeah, I mean, um, we got Titans do uh, have a weak defense. Yeah, so we 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 got a, a favorable schedule going forward, where um, we still I think have a shot at the number one seed. Well, I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind. But your team's gonna make the playoffs. I mean, right. Yeah, but I I that. think we still have a shot at the number one seed. I think our chances definitely went down with the losses last weekend, but um, we definitely still got a shot there. But we got a podcast for everybody. Um, we usually we'll cover last week's games a little bit. Um. And then we got some power rankings, and then we got our picks for the week 12, I believe, including some Thanksgiving picks. So we record on Wednesday night. You'll receive this episode on Thanksgiving. And uh, as well, far as... if you're as... listening to this like 1,500 years in the future. Right. Thanksgiving after... was a holiday where we celebrate eating... Uh, we celebrate the sin of gluttony. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. And there's also some falsehoods that we spread in there about settlers and Native Americans coming together in a nice moment. Yeah, something something like that. It, it's pretty much just a day where you eat a bunch of not very good for you food and watch football. Gluttony. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Gluttony and sloth. It's two sins in one day. It's great. Rock and roll. Uh, so as far as games last week, uh, I will I'll throw our records out there and we'll let Evan know once he's on as well what his records are. For the first time since the podcast has started, your boy here came out on top with a victory. I had 11 correct Compared to our the man across the board from me, Miami Marcus had five correct, so not the best. Not a good week. We it was the first time where we had a bunch of different picks though, so I think that's kind of 
why we ended up with that. And then uh, Evan ended up going one and one again. So Evan is exactly 500 on the year as far as his picks go. Uh, that was the closest but, I've ever seen the Jets to winning a game, though. So I'm going to give him all the credit in the world. He almost willed the Jets to their first win he of the did. season. And had they won that, all credit would have gone to Evan, for sure. 100%. Um, so uh, getting into the games from last week, uh, the Thursday night game, we had Arizona and Seattle. Arizona had a chance to win that one at the end, um, and they unfortunately weren't able to get that drive together. And uh, their recent acquisition on defense for Seattle, Carlos Dunlap ended up with the sack to seal the win on fourth yeah. down for no, their their uh, defense Seattle. is still pretty so, trash, but I mean they, they've stepped they stepped up a little bit there for them there, and that was that was nice to see. Um, Arizona's uh, that that's a good game for Seattle win because Arizona's right would would have been right on their heels for the uh, division title there if uh, they don't win that one out. Um, Kyler Murray still looking like a pretty decent quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson played a lot better. Still a couple of turnovers, though. He's been kind of turnover happy these last couple of weeks. So as far as MVP rankings go, I think he's probably lost quite a bit of stock these last couple of weeks to Mahomes and Rodgers on that end. Um, going into Sunday, we had Cleveland and Philadelphia. Cleveland won 22, Philadelphia 17. Nick Chubb, pretty decent running back. Cleveland likes to play in bad weather, apparently. Um, so if they do make the playoffs... And they end up playing in the north. That could uh, bode well for them. Um, they, I unfortunately they are, don't. I don't. I don't know as far as their playoff chances go. And they're definitely not going to win their division because they got Pittsburgh AFC. there. The AFC but. is up in the air right now. It's. I mean, obviously they they not. Well, you know, I'm just. Hey, fuck it. I'm just going to say it. they don't have a shot in the dark to win the division. Right. The Steelers have that locked up. Yeah. I think the real question is going to be: Is the Steelers going to sit players the last couple games of the week to try and give teams a chance? They. They seem like they are the most solid team right now in football. Yeah, definitely. But I also thought that a couple of years ago when they got beat in the first round. Yeah. So. Yep. But uh, Philadelphia still can't seem to figure it out. Carson Wentz is not playing very well, and uh, people are the chatter for uh, change at the quarterback position in Philadelphia has grown even more. Uh, moving to the NFC South matchup, uh, Atlanta 9 to New Orleans 24. New Orleans uh, ended up going with Taysom Hill as their starting quarterback in this one, which I think yeah. surprised uh, Miami Marcus a little bit. He thought for sure they were going to go with Winston. I actually I didn't know really, and I didn't really care that much what, who they were going to go with. I was definitely surprised that they went with Taysom Hill, and I thought he played pretty well. He had to, at he least did. one score on his legs, but then he, he was still throwing the ball around too. So no, he just he did an amazing job. I mean, obviously, you know, play quarterback in the NFL, especially when you're kind of seen as more of a specialty player. Mm-hmm. This, you know, what do they call him, the Swiss Army knife? Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like that's why I thought they would go with James Winston because I thought he was way too useful. Yeah. To try and have him play quarterback and take, but I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah, and I yeah. would love to see both of them in for like a wildcat formation. Oh yeah, and the teams would be like, who the fuck are they gonna snap it to? Right. Yeah. I think that's definitely a, it. Could be an interesting offensive. If I was an offensive coordinator or an offensive coach like Sean Payton, why not? I mean, you're playing Atlanta. They got a terrible defense, so that's the time to start trying some of that stuff out against. And uh, but they came out, and uh, I, I'm assuming that they're going to go with Taysom Hill again for the foreseeable future. While Breeze is out, he's got 11 fractured ribs, so uh, the man's going to be down and out for the count for at least a little while. They're hoping to get him back before playoffs, and right now they're in the driver's seat for the number one seed, so. Even if he's not ready to go week one, they could end up with that bye in the playoffs. But I think with Taysom out there, I think he's still got great opportunities to win. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they're, I mean, they already played Tampa Bay twice and beat them twice. So they beat the toughest team in their own division. 
Um, and I think they probably the they probably yeah they probably have one of the another easy schedule going forward that's going to favor you know not have not worrying about not being able to play your best quarterback because of injury. Next on the list, we got uh, the old uh, Casey's, his love, his muse, his life, Joe Burrow and Joe the Cincinnati yep. bang- the Bungles. The Bungles. Versus the Washington football team, to which we now say the football gods. They are cruel and they demand blood. Yep. And we cannot have a story of happiness and someone overcoming a great adversity without pain and suffering hitting another yep. team. This is just the curse. Not really a curse. Yeah. This is, like I said, it's the football gods demanding blood. The football gods they giveth, finally, and, they and the take, football gods taketh, taketh away. Um, they uh, literally, it's like the, it's just so sad to see that like Alex Smith got his you know first win back after this after the major injury that probably knocked anyone out of their career. But it cost it cost <laughs> Joe Burrow Joe probably Burrow. the rest of the season and probably a portion of next season. And I would be surprised. I would not be surprised. If they just didn't worry about playing him next season, get that leg healed up because it sounds like there's some pretty significant stuff other than just ACL, MCL, ACL, MCL. I don't think so, it was also the PCL, so I think he's yeah, not to say so, lucky. I mean, he's that, young, but... so that you know, not that there's any a good time to have an injury, but if you are gonna have to have that injury, that's the time to do it because yeah, when you're but... young, you can usually recover a lot better than if like a a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady were to have that injury on Sunday, they'd probably be hanging it up for the for the career but uh i do wish a speedy recovery to joe burrow and i'm sad to see him because i thought he was playing pretty well he's playing like a rookie but um i i was pretty excited to see what cincinnati was going to be able to do with him and with the young receiving core that they have around joe burrow there they just needed to get that guy an offensive line and he took a lot of shots bit, this season. i was a bit upset i wanted to see if he could break Derek carr 72 i think that, yeah so it stands for another year it stands for another year uh, we'll see what happens when Trevor Lawrence comes in and plays for the Jets next year. Yeah. Um, Detroit. They might, the, they might just move the Jets to like yeah. Canada, London. Uh, Detroit zero, Carolina twenty. Yeah, this one, this one fucked with me a lot. Watching this, I just watching this, I, I couldn't think, believe. I think Patricia's done. I couldn't believe the Lions put out because you have Matt Stafford, a very very good quarterback. Yes, I agree. Um, Detroit fans would probably argue Hall of Fame caliber. He's got a lot of good stats in there. I would have a, I would have a hard if you're gonna if people are gonna argue that Philip Rivers is Hall of Fame, you got to argue that Matt Stafford is too. People, Rivers is probably gonna be a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I'm not saying say Matt Stafford is Hall of Fame worthy. I'm just saying is that with I those would say two, he no. is. They're, I would say he is just because no. of the numbers that he's that he's put up and the the numbers that he's been able to put up in his career. He's been able to put up good numbers in a time him. where quarterbacks can put up great numbers. Yeah. So say you throw more yards in Marino, or say you throw more yards in Joe Montana. Joe Montana threw the football to where the second you caught the ball, the defensive back could crush your skull into your spine. Yeah. Right after that ball hit your fingertips. They didn't even have to directly hit your fingertips. It was just on the way there. They could crush you. So it was a lot harder yeah. to be a quarterback back then. That was back when they could dive at your knees, take your head off mm-hmm. after you throw, roughing the passer was basically like if it wasn't basically you were stabbing the guy and. <laughs> Five yards back, <laughs> you could get away with it. That's why I tell people, it's um, like, I hate when people be like, well, he's throwing up way better stats than all these other people. I was like, yeah, but it's because he's the most protected player on the field. I, I think I think Stafford's got a good, if I were to put money on it, I would put money on him being in the Hall of Fame. How many playoff wins does he have? He doesn't have any. 
then how can you put him up there saying he's a great quarterback? He's never proven himself in any time where it actually matters. I don't know. I, Marino I, never won a Super Bowl, but at least he went to one. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I would put uh, Matt Stafford in the Hall of Fame, definitely. I don't even um, like Warren Moon that much. At least Warren Moon won playoff games. You have yeah. to go to the playoffs and win. Yeah. What's his argument? He has a horrible team. Help! Rogers has had some bad teams, and he's been able to get to the playoffs yeah, with it. They haven't been as bad as some of the teams that Detroit's had to do. Last with. year's team, would you not argue they were pretty shitty? I would. I mean, they're they're better than a lot of the teams that. Would Stafford you say that that around. defense that you guys had was worse than what they had in what 2011 for the Lions when they made it to the playoffs with Sue? Yeah, no, Able. that that Detroit defense was definitely better than. And what they the... still had Matt Stafford with that team, yeah. and they couldn't fucking win. Yeah. Okay. You're not Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of. Hey, you're kind of good. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, Jeff if, Hostetler if, won fucking playoff games. If gambling was legal in <laughs> the great state of Wisconsin, I would put a future on Matt Stafford being in the Hall of Fame. That's because idiots vote for the Hall of Fame. Well. And they have I, to put five in every year. So, well, yeah, a fucking blind squirrel's going to find a nut. Uh, moving on, Pittsburgh 27, uh, Jacksonville 3. We were just talking about a Pittsburgh's best team in the league right now. Best team. So, all around all best around. team. Yeah. They don't have the best offense, nor do I think they have the best defense, but I think they all together, they are a solid yeah. team. You, they have if their offense. They actually might have a, the best defense. I think I, I, I would say the that best. they. I would say they have a top three defense, and their offense is top ten. You put that together, you're you're gonna have close to the best team in football. And they they win the games when it matters, and they win the games that don't matter by a lot. And they also they don't that's lose that's games. That's like. a big yeah. thing too. That's why that, I don't that's know why. what it seems like. Like they they came out and beat the Jaguars the way that everybody thought the Packers should have came out last week and beat the Jaguars. They. All around, beat them the on Big all, ben, in all uh, stages of the game. Big Ben revenge tour. Uh, yeah. yeah, he shut me up because I definitely was dogging him out last year. I was like, yeah, he's done. He's old. Yeah, I, I hope he's gonna come I was, out. He's I was just in gonna that get boat too. Rocked. I was in that boat too. I was like, hang it up, Ben. You're done. I I, I was in the boat for Rivers to hang it up, and he came out and threw the ball against the Packers pretty well too. I still think Jacoby Briscoe would be putting up the same. Uh Tennessee Rivers. thirty, Baltimore twenty four. Tennessee's got Baltimore's number. And I, I think that um, the the physical bully football that Tennessee plays is the kryptonite to the way Baltimore plays. Um, and for some reason, uh, they, they just can't. They don't have an answer for Derrick Henry, who, by the way, already has over 1,000 yards rushing on the season. That seems pretty solid to me. I don't think he's breaking any records. but I don't think he's breaking any records, but in the good. day and age where, day where, where no one runs. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty solid. And he's been healthy through it all, too, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's best running back in football by far, and probably he you know, gives me just... hope that someday the fullback will come back and be relevant again. Because yeah. maybe teams will sit there and be like, "Man, if we just have this big hoss, yeah, that's got a bit of speed to him, can just come through and rip up." Well, it's it's the the teams that bring in the young quarter. Like if you're drafting a quarterback and they're playing young, pound the ball, only pass when you have to. Let your young quarterback get comfortable before you become a air attack offense. Yeah, looking at you, or, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, they have Joe Mixon, but they just have no offensive line. Right, that's another thing too. Set it up to be that, and Tennessee's got a fantastic offensive <laughs> line. Um, Ryan Tannehill's been playing pretty good as well. Solid, very solid, doing his job. Doing doing exactly what he needs to do there for sure. Uh, 
New England 20, a Houston 27. Yeah, I don't was, know what to think of New England. That was this the year. nail in the coffin for the uh for the Patriots. For the Patriots for the playoffs this year. Yeah, I they they come out and they beat Baltimore and everybody's like, "Okay, you know, New England's still hanging in there." And then they come out and lose the Houston top 5 worst team in the league right now. Uh, what are they, what are well, you, they're what outside are you of the NA, the NFC. So yes, I would say they're probably potentially top ten worst team. Yeah, like what, what are you what are you doing? Um, that that's a it's a terrible defense, and I, I just don't I don't understand what's going on there, in New England. I, yeah, I, I if I were to uh, make Houston, it, does still have Deshaun Watson, they do. one of the best yep. quarterbacks in the league. Yep, and they do have Will Fuller, who is a very 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 good wide receiver yes so that helps them out a lot there they have old man duke johnson or not even old man but duke johnson jr as their running back which Mm -hmm. and they have uh, you traded like they they have david johnson too yeah they have both of them don't they both the johnsons (laughs) i don't know i don't watch the text i I did not watch that game there is a lot of other more important games on at that time but yeah uh, i definitely agree new england's uh done this year and it's it's time to Look to next year and figure out what the hell you're going to do at the quarterback position and what the hell you're going to do with that defense because you got a bunch of guys who opted out to play this year who are your defensive guys, so you'll have them back next year, but they'll also be one year removed from playing in the league. And they didn't get a year younger. Right. Uh, However, they also didn't get injured over a course of a year, so some positives out of that too. That's true. Uh, The game that you were... Disappointed about uh, Miami 13, Denver 20. We're not disappointed. I, when it comes to the Dolphins, losing a game like this close, it hurt. But I'm not disappointed. I've seen way worse from the Dolphins out there. Uh, offense just couldn't get clicking. Uh, offensive line showed that we need to improve a lot there. Like I've been saying, our offensive line is the weakest thing we have. Just to come through, I think they gave up five or six sacks. And that's definitely just the linchpin of what happened to the team. And so I was sitting there getting mad. I'm like, why don't we open up the playbook? And then I sat down for a second. I was like, oh, that's right. You can't throw the ball deep if you don't have enough time to throw the fucking ball. Yeah. So that's what hurt a lot. I think we, I don't want to bash any of the coaching. I think we did give up on the run a little bit early. Yeah. But that, that seems to be a trend in the NFL this year. Is Tua got hit, looked not, a little uh, banged up. Yeah. Took him out, put in Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick does what he just always does, man. It's it's one of those he's gonna throw that football, and if he catches that, Fitzpatrick looks like God. Right. But it's defensive player made a great play. Yeah. Um, Denver definitely deserved that win. Drew Locke game managed it very well. Uh, mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay showing as to like, hey Denver, maybe if we just run the football with Philip Lindsay, who has been on fire. Like, what, didn't we just talk about it? Two yeah, weeks we, ago we were the... just talking about because they because they went and got Melvin Gordon, yeah. but they had Philip Lindsay, who Who's a, was a, a fucking beast. good running back. Yeah. So they have a pretty decent one-two attack with that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand why they're so, not trying to be a running team whatsoever. They should. They should be. Their offensive playbook should mirror Cleveland's offensive playbook, or that of even Tennessee's. Because <laughs> if you got two good running backs, oh man, you you hit the pipe there pretty yeah, hard, or what? Man? Yeah, swallowed the water a little wrong. Um, yeah, no, I, just... I I I thought it was. It was a good game. It came down to the like Miami was still in it, but like you said, uh, Fitzpatrick's a gunslinger, and he's gonna he's gonna put that ball out there and try and make something happen. And in that situation, I'd rather that happen than him to just check it down. And yeah, no, we lost the game because a defensive player made an amazing yep. play. Denver's defense played amazing. 
I'm not going to hang my head low because this team also beat New England. It's not like we came out and we lost to some schlubs, like we lost to someone in the NFC East. We came out, we've beaten good teams, we got beat by a team that's got a solid defense, and their offense was having some struggles, and I think they figured it out. I'm, like I said, with Denver, I don't know how to feel about them. Yep. They like it because I think I've picked them a couple times in our pickums the last couple weeks. They let me down because I really like Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. I don't. Let's see. I can actually see who because he's who did under we have in this game. I'm uh, pretty sure we had Miami in this game. I believe, yeah, we all, all of us had Miami in this one. But uh, yeah, no, it it nothing to hang your hats on or anything like that. It was just not not too big of a deal as far as the wins loss goes. Um, you still got you guys play Buffalo. We play Buffalo, New England. Still, so you still got a couple of divisions. You still play the Jets one more time too, I think. Yeah, so. that's this week coming up as the Jets. Yeah, so you know Which, that'll be that'll be a. I really don't want that to be the Jets' first win, but like I said, like I've said, I'm like it's one of those things. that's written in there is that Miami's due for a fuck up game, and I'm kind of glad it's against Denver. So maybe come in Monday, Coach Flores knows the grindstone, practice hard. Yep. Tua comes up, lights up the Jets. That make me real happy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the New York Jets, speaking of them, and the LA Chargers, the Jets hung in there in this one. Uh, Herbert, uh, on the Chargers side, played pretty good, but kind of what everybody expected to happen. The Chargers are not one of the best teams in the league, but the Jets kind of proved that they are the worst team in the league. So. It was early on, but once I saw it happen, I pretty much, I, I stopped watching the game because I knew it was over. The Jets get a big fumble, like they fumble the ball, or they force a fumble. Sure. They get the ball back at the one. So you stop a score, and like as a defense, it's like, this is the best thing we can do. We stop the ball in the red zone, you know, saved points. So even if our offense only can get one first down out of it, they can kick up, you know, they can punt it and at least save us some yardage here, and we can force them to maybe a field goal or force them to a three and out. Joe Flacco returns his favor of that big move by the defense by throwing a pick six immediately. And I just shook my head, and I yeah. was like, you know what? Like, Joe, you're not helping any cases here. Really. Yeah. Your Self- defense. Self-proclaimed elite quarterback, Joe Flacco. Joe. I, don't remember, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> when uh, when they won the Super Bowl and was it 2013? Um, I was in high school, I think, so it might have been 2012. Um, Maybe. When they won that, and then he signed the big contract right after that. Yeah. Uh, I remember him proclaiming that he was among the NFL's elite quarterbacks. It was just like, that was yeah, on- no, you're not. No, you're not. That's why I tell people is when it comes to quarterbacks, get the get the deal signed before it's up, if you like them. Big um, mistake by them. Game that I was disappointed about: uh, Green Bay thirty-one, Indianapolis thirty-four. Indianapolis winning in overtime. The Dolphins losing doesn't hurt as much when I know you're also here to suffer in the pain. It 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 actually so um, we didn't watch football together, but we did jump online and play some video games together after we watched football, and it was it was. I'm not. I'm never rooting for somebody else. Like I, I this year, I've I've been rooting for your happiness and the um, Dolphins' uh, success because I am excited to see what Tua can do and what that uh, Miami team has been able to put together the last couple of years. But uh, our game is over it was, before your guys. Yours went on way longer. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a long game. Uh, it was the three twenty-five game, and then it ended up going into overtime. But uh, it was you guys threw it like ten times. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely comforting uh, getting in there and being like, yeah, we both suck this week. And I was like, yep, you're right. We'll drink to that. And like men, we put a couple of drinks away and move on to the next week after that. But no, the Packers, 
they they came out playing pretty good. Um, they're not an adjustments team, and uh, Indianapolis proved that by coming out and uh, starting to run the ball in the second half and pounding the football, taking control of the clock and scoring some points and catching up on the 14-point lead that the Packers had. Um, I, as far as overtime goes, getting to overtime was pretty, like, that was that was a great drive getting down there. Obviously, it would have been better if we had been able to score. I thought the play calling once we got down to that, down to the goal line was uh, pretty shoddy to say the bet, to say the least. And then obviously we had the fumble right away in overtime. I, I was very excited because in all the overtimes that I've uh, watched, so Aaron Rodgers, I believe he is he is two eight and one in overtime games, um, and in five of those eight losses. The, the Green Bay offense never even touched the ball. Um, so I was just excited. I was like, okay, we got the ball. Let's go. Let's see what happens. And obviously we had the fumble. Um, I'm not blaming uh, Veldez Scantling. He had a pretty good game last week well, and then we'll, this week. We'll blame him for the fumble, but not Oh, yeah, yeah. Protect the ball. Which Bad he was play actually, calling right there anyways. I don't like that the, bubble screen see, right after you literally threw to him for 20 yards. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Um, the blocking, I, I think it was Adams and He didn't Lazard. hold it loose, though. It was secure. Yeah, it, it was the transfer. It was the transfer that caused the fumble. Um, but the, the blocking on the screen was poor. The defense read it perfectly. They came right through. We're able to Give get that defensive get at player to credit too. Oh yeah, for sure. Indianapolis defense a, dude played made a move. amazingly you can, that when whole you watch game. that play. You can hear the oh yeah of him hitting his arm there. They so, the, the whole game. Moves. You should have you should know better because that whole game they are they were punching at the ball like the, that's a team that goes for the takeaway and they were doing a great job of that and it showed there. Finally came through. Um, I know you put a note on here and you were pretty uh, irritated about it and I'm uh, embarrassed about the fact that you know. After the game, Scantling's receiving death threats and stuff from Packer I'm fans about it. I'm not irritated. I'm disgusted like, by it. It's just it's 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 despicable. And if you are a true Packer fan, you don't do that kind of shit. Um, I I, like I do you're not. You're just a decent human being. Yeah, that, that's just that that's just dumb. Then the social media, like it's not his fault. And I I was very happy with the way the coaching staff and all of the Packers players came out and said, no, 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 we we shouldn't have put ourselves in the situation in the first place. Everybody makes mistakes. It just so happens that. That one mistake happened at that time. It sucks, but also, so they're they're in field goal range, and our our defense could have stepped it up there and made that field goal a little bit longer. You know that their kicker, their kicker, shorted a fifty yard field goal earlier in the day. So if your defense, if our defense is able to make a stop there, that's less of a chip shot of a kick. So, um, well, that like it's overall, just, it's it's uh, the you can't blame them solely for the loss. Your defense yeah. gave up thirty four fucking points. Yeah, no, for sure. And Green Bay fans, it. it Disgust me because you guys have a history of doing this shit. Yep. You did it with Brandon Bostwick. Yep. When he fucked up that onside kick. Yep. Sent him death threats like crazy. And I just said, like, when I was doing there, and then I was like, I thought you guys prided yourself on being such a, like, good fan base. Yeah, no, it, 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 that just it just brings us down to the level of we're, we're no better than a, a Dallas fan or a, a Patriots fan or whatever. Like, we're, we're no better than the rest of them when you do that kind of stuff. And it, it is despicable. Um, I, as I said earlier, it's a, that's a playoff caliber team. That's a playoff caliber matchup, um, and those are the games that we do need to win. Um, we've played in a couple of them this year, and we've come out on top on a couple, and we've uh, shown that we have some things to fix in the next couple. Uh, we got a couple of more favorable matchups coming up here. We got the Bears this week, so I'm uh, looking forward to that Sunday night football, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dallas 31, Minnesota 28. 
Uh, Minnesota. I if, I'm not sure what's going on there. If I would have known Andy Dalton was starting. I would have picked that fucking game. I would have picked Dallas in that game. I didn't I know he was starting either. I, I was very. I was actually. That's the only problem that shooting these on Wednesdays. Is yeah. That we can't. We don't get the full knowledge of what's right. going on. I would have definitely picked Dallas in that one because I yep. for the last couple weeks I've been calling is that Minnesota does this. They get on a hot streak. Yep. They think to themselves, cool. You know, it's all bounced back now, and they fucking choke away these games that they should be winning easily. Yep. Yep. So Minnesota. Uh, Adam Thielen uh, played pretty well. He's obviously one of the better receivers in the league as well. I think he's leading the league now in receiving touchdowns. Uh, Kirk Undrafted. Cousins played pretty fine. Undrafted uh, Mankato in the Mankato State. Yep. Uh, Dallas uh, hanging in there in the NFC East race. It's got a three-way tie for second place almost there. four-way tie if he, the Eagles get that tie. I think a tie, in all honesty, hot take right here. Yeah. A tie should count more against you. Oh, I agree. Than it should be for you. Yeah. Because you didn't have the honor of trying to lose. Yep. Uh, Which I find it ironic. Uh, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Seattle, when they made it in at 7-9, and nine, yep. Eagles, I think, had 10 wins that year, and they were bitching and moaning about yes, how Seattle were. got I remember it. They called it bullshit, and they said that that spot should be taken away, given to the Eagles. How ironic is it now that your team can't even get anywhere near as good as that team was. So right now we have our over under bet at the wins, the win oh, total for the team that wins yeah. the NFC East. We set it at six and a half. You took the over, I, I took the under. Yeah, I'm sitting pretty comfortably with that under yeah. right now. No, I've, I'm I'm sure you've got it now. I've almost called defeat on that. I yeah. can't believe, like under like that division's been plagued with injuries, but for. Fuck's sake, it, it, that, man. That's some bad football being played in that division. And I'm going to get into the divisions when I get to my power rankings this week, too. Um, Sunday night game, Kansas City 35, the Las Vegas Raiders 31. Good game. I can't wait for that matchup again in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Both teams looking like they, like, the Steelers. I understand the Steelers are undefeated, but they need to keep an eye on both of these teams because if the, if the Raiders get in on a wild card and they come in to week two and beat you, or week two in the postseason to beat you, fuck, dog. They because they can do it. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. The Steelers are definitely, a, or the Raiders are definitely a team because they're going to come in on a wild card. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are probably going to win that division, but they're going to come in on a wild card, and that's not a, if I'm a number three or four that's getting that home game in the uh, wild card round. Because home field advantage this year ain't going to count for dick. No, not at all. You ain't got the you don't got the uh, Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. The Chief Kingdom. You're not going to have Seattle, the 12th man there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Like, you're missing a lot. The Saint, they're playing in the Superdome. Yep. The Houdat Nation will not be there. It's yep. one of those things you look at it and be like, man, home field don't count for fucking shit. Yep. Uh, and then the Monday night game, the LA Rams won 27-24 to against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady looking kind of old and not very good these last couple of weeks. Well, he's kind of hot and cold, I guess, the last few weeks. So Yeah. Once again, going away a bit from the run game. You have Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Just use the man. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. It's the it's a, the Bruce Arians offense where you want to pass the ball nine million times. Yep. But it's one of those things. If you run, say, uh, just statistically, you run the ball three times, that takes about, what, 120 seconds off the clock? Maybe 100 seconds off the clock? Run yep. the ball three times, three and out, boom. As opposed to you pass the ball three times, three and out. Yeah. You take maybe 15 20 seconds off the clock. Yeah. So, coming yeah, down to the, it, you're still 
so you're winning time of possession there, which I was, mm-hmm. which I hate that argument that time of possession wins the game. No, it doesn't. Points win the game. I'm, I'm a, I'm an advocate for time of for time of possession favoring uh, the team that wins, but definitely, um, obviously, that's not the only factor in winning a game. But time, and then time of time of possession usually just coincides with the team being able to establish the run. Being able to establish the run is the part that is going to lean lean you more in favor of winning the game, but. Um, obviously time of possession kind of comes along with that because if you're running the ball, the clock's going to continue to run your control in the field. Yeah. You're wearing down their defense. Yeah, you're not getting those quick snaps off to get the defense off off center or not be able to get them to get guys fresh in and out, but you are also just making sure that their defense is just out there. So, yeah, um, those guys are coming in and fresh, but they were just in three plays ago, and now they're coming back out on the yeah. field instead of getting that. I'm almost certain. More time to rest. Like a lot of sports media put, Tampa Bay is like Super Bowl contenders. I think a lot of like knowledgeable football fans or you mm-hmm. know actual fans, not just fantasy people. Yeah. Looked at that and kind of lo- like looked at it on paper being like, "Ah, you don't really have all that's on there to be on cuz this is all a new team coming together, Tom playing for Bruce Arians." Yep. So he's going to get a lot more passes, it's going to open up the playbook for him, but it's also yep. hard to learn the first year as yeah, they're, they're, 30 for 30. They're definitely contenders. Um, but I super. I wouldn't say as them Super Bowl contenders. I would say they're definitely going to make the playoffs. But I'm yeah. not putting like they're not the top four teams in my. Sure. Like they're not the top two in each division for me. Sure. Uh, so that was the games last week. Like I said uh, myself, I ended up winning the picks battle this week, eleven to five. Uh, Slaughtering. Got, yeah, I got eleven right, and it 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 felt kind of good. Uh, we'll see what happens here going into week. Even if I would have got my ten wins, week twelve, but, um. So every week we do power rankings, or I do some power rankings, and then uh, Miami Miami Marcus critiques them. Uh, last week I did a non-sports-related one. I power ranked all the Thanksgiving foods. Definitely listen to last week's episode to review that. Um, this week we're going back to sports, and I am power ranking the best divisions in football. So they are ranked overall just based on the overall wins and losses for the division total. Um, and then in each division, I've listed the contenders, pretenders, and then uh, whatever uh, team that's probably in a rebuild within that division. Uh, so I usually start uh, top one and go all the way down. I'm going to flip that around, and I'm going to go from the bottom to the top. Uh, so the bottom division, as uh, you kind of heard us, probably could have guessed by us talking about the games from last week, I got the NFC East. Right now they have a current win total of, from the in the division of 12 wins. And 27 losses. Goof. Uh, for contenders within the division, I don't have any team listed. And I have the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants listed as pretenders. And then uh, the Washington football team kind of in a rebuild. I will, I will hold to defend the East a bit here. They have had a lot of injury bugs going yep. through lately. So I might put, I'd like, just injury-wise between the Giants and Cowboys, the like the Giants, you lose probably one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. Within the first quarter of the first game, I believe. Yeah. That's gonna put a hamper on your season. Giants still have Saquon. They're they're probably going eight and eight this year, if not better. Okay. Well, uh, but this year. Yeah. But hey, you gotta be you gotta count Each, for injuries though. It's yep. part of the game. Yep. Uh the so they're the number eight division. Uh number seven, 
Um, you're probably not going to like this, but I do have, like I said, I'm ranking them based on the overall win loss percentage. And unfortunately, oh, there's a certain team I like in this how, division that is. Well, hold on, hold on now. Zero. You rate the divisions by the win loss, but when you ranked the team based on power rankings last year, you had the Chiefs above the Steelers. Yeah, that's the teams. That's that. So this, like I said, this, so why is this, this total? Ranking, why is this one total wins and losses, but that one's not? That's hypocrisy, my friend. I, I said this one is that's how it's ranked, and then within the division, I'm ranking the contenders and then the pretenders. It's my power rankings. Uh, the AFC hypocrisy. East has a win total of 17 and 23 losses. Uh, contenders, I have the Bills and Dolphins listed as contenders. Pretenders, I have the Patriots. And then rebuild, I have the Jets. And then in parentheses, I have Yikes. Uh, because that's going to be a long rebuild. And I feel bad for whatever quarterback they end up taking first overall. Trevor Lawrence, please stay in college football. Um, Hard to say no to that money. As far as pretenders go, the Patriots um, this last week kind of proved that they are just not really in it this year. Um, as tough of a matchup as they're going to give any team, I don't really think that they're really all that good if they end up playing like the Chiefs or the Steelers or anything like that for real. Um, it's not going to go in their favor if they were for some reason to be able to scrape their way into the playoffs, which isn't going to happen. Uh, the contenders, Bills and Dolphins, both teams are looking pretty good. It's the divisions between those two teams, and, I'm, and they play Week 17, don't they? No. I think we play before that week 16. I'll look up the okay. schedule here. Uh, well, when I, when they do play, that's going to be kind of the I, – I really feel like that's going to be like the deciding factor of uh, who wins the division, and I'm looking forward to that. And I think both teams definitely have a shot at making the playoffs either way. Um, obviously, the whatever one wins the division is a little bit better. We do have the week 17. Record. I thought we had them yeah, 16. So week 17 could be a very Raiders interesting. And the Chiefs and the Bills. And the Patriots. Ooh, well, That's a tough. You're gonna be you're gonna be ready to go come playoff time. That then, will be. So. That's I'm actually. What, a lot of people don't like tough schedules. To whereas I do because the tougher schedule you take on in the regular season mm -hmm. might not give you a better seed in the playoffs. Right. But it means you didn't just coast in here. Yep. Uh, number six. I got AFC South. Uh, win record eighteen and twenty two losses. Uh, contenders, the Titans and the Colts are both contenders. They're both kind of competing for the, I think they're tied for the division right now and they play each other this week, I believe, or and they just played each other last week and I know that they do play each other again, uh, one more time. So they're going to be, they might have uh, that NFC North play, the Colts play, the play week three and week four or play week three and week five and then yeah. <laughs> play the other team fucking in the next two weeks. It's just, yeah, the NFC has the worst scheduling ever. Yep. Um, I don't have any team in this division listed as pretenders. And then under the rebuild category, I got the Texans, the Texans and the Jags. Um, Jags are competing with the Jets for that number one overall pick. And the Texans just, uh, they got to get they got to get some help for Deshaun Watson in there. And they got to revamp that defense. Uh, number five, the NFC North is an even 20 and 20. As far as wins and losses, contenders, I got the Packers listed, although I almost listed them as pretenders. Um, I do still nah. think that they are. They're you're getting, just having they're, it in three. It's the yeah, same record no, as the Bills. Exactly. They are the number two team in the NFC, um, and they're they they're in the mix with as much as anybody else's. Uh, pretenders, I got the Bears and the Vikings. Uh, both The Bears probably have the worst offense in the league. Um put together with one of the best defenses in the league, which is just 
typical bears. I, I, I just love how some of these stories just continue to repeat themselves year in and year out. Uh, the Vikings, just I, as many excuses as they try to make, oh, our defense is really young, or our offense, we don't have an offensive line for Kirk Cousins. You'll come out one week and beat the Packers, and then the next week you'll lose to the Cowboys. Can we have a bunch like, of I just, like Miami Marcus quotes when we finally get the studio set up? Because I want one of yes. them to be, young doesn't mean unproven young or no young doesn't mean inexperienced it just means unproven i yes. hate that's the one thing i yep. hate well they're young and i'm like that just that doesn't mean anything yep. ryan fitzpatrick is older than the fucking dirt in the mountains yep but guess what he can still prove that he can win games he did not win last week's game but he's won three games before yes. that so yep i just i hate that i hate young uh, number four division i got the nfc south at 21 and 20 as far as wins and losses Contenders, I got the Bucks and the Saints. Both of them are going to be playoff teams. Right now, the Saints are the number one team in the NFC as far as record goes, and the Bucks are hanging in there. As pr- I think they probably are hanging out to the number one wild card spot. Um, pretenders, I got the Panthers. I don't quite think that they are there, although Teddy Bridgewater has been playing very well. They do not have a very good Teddy defense. Teddy Bridgewater did not play last week. And he did not play last week. He is injured. But um, I P.J. Don't Walker think came a... in of XFL fame. Yeah, P.J. Go. Walker. Uh, and then Falcons are terrible. I got them in the rebuild spot. Um, that defense is probably close to the worst in the league, and they just don't seem to have answers on offense when it really matters. Uh, number three, the AFC West, uh, twenty-one and nineteen contenders. I got the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, they're gonna be. They have played their games this year. I think it's the Chiefs division. Uh, but the Raiders are definitely going to be a playoff team. The Chiefs are probably the second best team in the league behind the Steelers. Um, people probably could put them in an argument for number one, but record shows that the Steelers technically are better. Um, I don't have anybody listed as pretenders in this league either, but I do have the Chargers and the Broncos in the rebuild section. The Broncos um, do have some injuries as well, like you said, kind of arguing for the NFC East on their defense. Uh, and they Von Miller getting hurt. Uh, definitely does put a hamper on yeah. it, but they proved last week they can still get to the quarterback. They they still can. They have that is a, a trash they're, they're, line. They're, they're a formidable formidable uh, team when everybody is healthy, but I do think that they're not quite there yet, and uh, nobody's saying that they're there yet when they actually aren't. The NFC West is number two, 24 and 16 uh, contenders. I have the Seahawks and the Cardinals listed as the contenders for that division. Um, right now I have the pretenders as the Rams. I do think that the Rams have a chance. The Bucks. I have the Ram- the Rams probably got a chance to make the playoffs, but I don't think that they are a Super Bowl team. That's why I'd have them listed as pretenders instead of contenders. Um, I don't trust Jared Goff. You and I both are not fans of Jared Goff. Um, and I don't think that the rest of, of their the, offense. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Anytime. Come on in, Jared Goff. Uh, so I don't think, so even if they do somehow manage to scrape into the playoffs, which they definitely have a chance to with three wildcard spots. But um, I think it's the Cardinals and Seahawks division to lose right now. I think the Seahawks are in the driver's seat, but the Cardinals are right there as well. Uh, and they're, the Cardinals are just going to be better next year too. So that's gonna it's kind of the Cardinals division from here on out, at least I think. They could be better next year. That's the could thing be. with football is there's a lot of ifs. Yep. And then uh, the 49ers, I have them under rebuild, but I have injury more than rebuild. And that's a team like... I, I'm sorry, 49ers. That that just that just sucks. What's happened to you this year? Um, I don't know in recent memory a team that's been affected more by injury, except maybe when um, Peyton Manning was unexpectedly out for an entire season when he, his 
technically last season with the Colts there, a team that's been affected more by uh, the season that cost Jim Caldwell his job. Total bullshit. Jim Caldwell, we will always support you in the NFL. You're a great head coach. We love you. Um, But uh, 49ers, I'm sorry. It's just not your year. Hopefully everybody's healthy and ready to go for you next year. Yeah, it's... I think missing training camp hurt him a lot. Yeah, I agree. And preseason. Yep. Uh, it comes down to it. Like I said, it's kind of sad to see because I would have loved to seeing uh, like a four-way fight in yeah. the division. I don't yeah, think that, we've that, ever that's had the, that. If the Niners are a healthy team, that's the best division in football, hands down. Um, and then the number one division is the AFC North. You have, obviously, the Steelers, who are undefeated, and then the Ravens as contenders. They're 25-14 and 14 overall. So just comparing, so the AFC North has twice as many wins, over twice as many wins, as what the NFC East has, comparing the best division to the worst division. Uh, pretenders, I have the Browns listed as pretenders here. The Browns have a great shot at making the playoffs, but I do not think that they are a team that's going to go any further than just being a playoff team. Um, because if it comes down to it, if a team's able to shut down the run, you cannot rely on Baker Mayfield to be the person who's going to win you a game, at least in my opinion. I don't mind Baker Mayfield. I think he's a decent quarterback, but um, not trustworthy. And then I uh, rebuild the Bengals. So that is my uh, power rankings within the division and then uh, overall ranking of the best divisions in football based on their overall record. Anybody who you thought that I had listed, I know you mentioned a couple, anybody who you think are contenders, and I didn't say that they were, or are pretenders, and I said that they were? Uh, for the most part, no solid. Um, I don't know, like, to me, my view of contenders is always very, very small. I, mm-hmm. Like it's, I, I view my contenders for Super Bowls every year like I do my quarterbacks. I think there can't be really more than five lead quarterbacks at a time. Sure. So that's why I think there's usually only two teams in each conference I see as actual contenders. Who do you have for each conference right now? Steelers, Chiefs, and uh, probably for the NFC, I kind of got to give it to Green Bay and Yarlins. Yeah. I got to see. You got to yeah. go with the record. Yeah. However, Green Bay scares me. Yep. Because I don't, with this, I think they might be able to edge out the Saints. If Drew Brees isn't there, mm-hmm. because they're not a run-heavy first team, but then you you got to worry if you're Green Bay, because if you're not going to get that number one spot, you got to play a real good team first off. So you could be taking on the Cardinals. Yep. First weekend, oof. Yeah. You could you could play the Cardinals. You could play the Bucks. You could play. Because you're not going to be. Um, I, I mean, those are probably the or the Rams. Even, maybe. Fuck, dude. Maybe even tanking for the first wild card spot. Might yeah. be the best, so that way you can take yeah. on the NFC East. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, you, right, right now, you want to be the number one wild card spot, which I think would go to the Bucks, so the Packers probably wouldn't end up playing them. But you want that number one wild card oh spot because God. you are basically guaranteed a shot into the. What if uh, it's the greatest round. thing in human history? Alex Smith rises oh from God. the grave. That... To take Washington to the playoffs and beats Tampa Bay. Oh my God! The Golden Child. The team destined by sports media to win it, Alex Smith comebacks and fucks their season. Wouldn't that be the best thing ever? That would be the best thing that would, ever. And you know what? And then I would have Alex Smith pull a Jared Allen right off into the sunset. Yep. And by right off into the sunset, I mean the Washington trades him to the Chiefs so that way he can go win a Super Bowl there with them and get the love with the Chiefs nation that I know loves Alex Smith so much. Yep. 
All right, let's get to our week 12 football picks. All right, and now we welcome on good friend of the program, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Evan. What's going on, Evan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Evan, you were again last week, one and one. So you now have a overall record on your Thursday night and additional game picks of four and four. Uh, how are you feeling uh, going into this week? I can't. I mean, I can't. I technically can't lose, right? I'm always winning at least some. If we're counting as Thursday night games, he's pretty solid, though. Uh, Thursday night, I believe you. Uh, are winning uh actually i think you're about you are three let's see i can count it up here one in evan's defense two. also casey actually you're two and two in just the thursday night games themselves oh, wow. okay i was wrong <laughs> in evan's defense the jets did cover the spread in that game they did it was cover a 10 the point spread. spread and they covered it they did cover the spread so uh, can we get almost willed them to a victory there. can we get that for okay. evan i was a... wanting it 4.5 and a 3.5. You know what? We'll give him a half point. Judge's ruling will go 4.5 and 3.5. I'm all right with that. Evan, you have a winning record in your football picks. How do you feel about having a winning record in your football picks? You know, I feel pretty great, guys. I can't lose at this point. <laughs> I'm unbeatable. I'm unstoppable. Oh, Jesus. All right, Evan. So uh, I'm sure you're probably semi-aware of this, even if you're not much of a football fan. There is always NFL games on Thanksgiving, so there'll be multiple Thursday oh. games themselves this week. There would have been three. <laughs> yes. One of them did get postponed to Sunday uh, due to yes. the old COVID-19. But we do yeah. have uh, two picks for you specifically that are Thursday picks. I have uh, many years of memories uh, of stuffing my face full of turkey and mashed taters and other things and while other people scream in another room that I don't know what they're screaming about. Right. So that must be that football thing. Evan, settle an argument quick. What is the number one Thanksgiving food? Like that you only like classic or just what what do you consider to be the number one ranked Thanksgiving food? Stuffing. Wow. Stuffing. wow. That's out of left field. Wow. The, so, the, uh, I mean, maybe my family makes it different, but it is like actually turkey stuffing. It's cooked in oh. the turkey. Oh, okay. And it is okay. my favorite thing to eat every year. So last week we did, um, so I do power rankings every week, and I kind of go every other week where one week I'll rank actual sports-related things. Right now, obviously, since it's football season, it's been football-related sports things. And then the week in between that, I would rank something non-football related or non-sports related. Mm -hmm. uh, so last week, I power ranked uh, the Thanksgiving foods, and I believe my number one was gravy. Gravy. Well, uh, yeah, that that is another I'd consider it a side, and I would say that that sides really make Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Right. So Marcus had a problem with oh. that because he couldn't believe that I would it's rank turkey. anything. It's other called than Turkey Day. Turkey. You guys are fucking I mean, blasphemers. Yeah, you 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 would absolutely eat gravy on the turkey but the stuffing i eat is made within a turkey so i mean without the turkey i guess none of it would exist you're not stuffing anything it's just garnish it's just garnish, without turkey yeah. it... i've changed my mind <laughs> there it is 
Um, but with, and I gotta get into politics. The reason that I did that as the list last week is because actually on uh, occasionally coherent, the other podcast we had we do tier lists, and we did a tier list on Thanksgiving foods. Unfortunately, Casey, the original. Casey, Casey uh, yes. let me stop you right there. Um, sure. That's an unnecessary plug for another product. That is. Uh, hey, I mean, Evan, did you know? On to the picks. Did you know that they never invited you onto the podcast? But it was my idea to have you on this since day one. You know what? I had an inkling. I had a feeling that that there was a, a new a new a new challenger approach, and he went, "Hey, what if this guy talks about something he knows nothing about?" And I went, "Okay." It's genius. <laughs> He's a man that has no bias in sports because he doesn't care. So that's, that's how he true. can pick these games. And he's 50 50. He is well, 50 50. <laughs> 5.5. Yeah, 4. yeah, 4. yeah. 4. Come 5 on. And 3. Give 4. me my 5. due. Yep. All right, Evan. So All right. two Thursday games this week. So the first game right. uh, will be the Houston Texans against the Detroit Lions. Ooh. Kind of a tank bowl. Oh, that's a tank bowl. Yeah, yeah, tank bowl. You guys want to tell me what a tank bowl is? Tank bowl uh, is when two, two terrible team, teams playing each other. It's when you try and do bad during your season so you can get a better draft pick. It's called you're tanking for the pick. Right. And so, so, okay, okay. so like if you're tanking, so there's tanking and then there's you are the Eastern block and you're just tanking so hard that no one could outproduce you. <laughs> right. That's okay, a Cold see, War joke for I, you younger people. I get that one. I get that one. I, I understood that reference. Yeah. Um, so uh, Detroit is the Lions. Houston is the Texans. I don't know if the mascot comes in. All right. With so I'm having some you. trouble because Detroit used to be known. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm probably wrong for iron production or some sort of production. Steel? Yes. Well, uh, not steel. Cars. Car- well, yeah, but Motown. Well, I oh, thought they yeah, had I they had like some yep. sort of production of uh, whatever. They yeah. made Cars, stuff, but... Still. but Cars so are they got steel, that aspect right. going for them. It's a manufacturing city. But they're also yeah. lions. Yes. So they're manufactured lions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Texans from Houston mm-hmm. do have a lot of guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And guns do kill lions. Guns kill lions. But I don't know if they kill manufactured lions. Ooh, he's Ooh. got a good point. Detroit <laughs> sucks, so yeah, Houston. Houston, there it is. Uh, After I says he has no bias, he immediately just goes, "Ah, fuck." Uh, Marcus, who you got in this one? I'm gonna go. God, don't the Lions always suck on Thanksgiving? I, I have no idea. They've beat the Packers before on Thanksgiving, so yeah, but that was in like 1932, (laughs) (laughs) before time was was even. Um, I know Evan's always gonna be right one time. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the one he hits. He hits the nail on the head. So I'm gonna go with the, the uh, Texans on this one. Houston, uh, I'm also picking the Texans here. Uh, the second game of the day and the only other game is uh, the Washington Football Team against the Dallas Cowboys. I remember we talked about that Washington Football Team. How they're the football team they yes. are from Washington. Yes. Not the state. Not the state. No. no. Yeah. All right. I distracted myself with the naming. What was the other one? The Dallas Cowboys. Two Dallas Texas Cowboys. teams playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Texas teams. Well, I picked one Texas team, so be, I feel like I got to stick with Texas, right? That's not a bad choice, That's not a bad actually. choice. I'll just throw all my chips with the freaking uh, everything's big. All right. All right. Who do you got, Marcus? Uh, 
God, I really want to go with Texas blood money on this one, but I, I can't. I've stuck with Alex Smith this far, and mm-hmm. I can't desert him in what I feel might be his darkest hour. So I'm going to go with the Washington football team. I'm also going with the Washington football team because Alex Smith. I mean, we got to really, stick with Alex Smith. We got to stick with Alex Smith. It's going to be really awkward next week when I come on how we lost when we chose a team together, but I won when we chose apart. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I, I've, I, I'm pretty sure you got both games this week. I'm pretty sure you do as well. <laughs> did you? Who'd right, you pick? Right. Did you pick we'll the Texans? See. Yeah, I did. We 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 got the Texans across the board at the top, and then uh, you and I got Washington, and Evans got Dallas. All right, Texas Evan. Away. So we will have you back here next week, and uh, hopefully uh, we're talking to. Well, I guess on our on our end, we're hoping for a one and one man. On your end, I'm sure you're hoping to be two and zero. Oh, so. We will have Dude, you back next bump week. Bump up to 6.5. There it is. 5. Perfect 6.5. All right. I'm, I'll be, oh, man, eagerly anticipating. I definitely will know the end, the scores of the game and stuff beforehand for sure. I won't be waiting to talk to you guys or anything. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, Evan. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. And that was Evan, as always, with his thursday picks and obviously the thursday picks are even more special this week because we got thanksgiving and even more football on thursdays than normal would you argue thanksgiving football is better than say nba christmas game which one do you think's bigger i would definitely argue that thanksgiving football is bigger than, i think that's tradition than, does baseball yeah. really have a day that's like fourth of july big? fourth of july or memorial day God, I don't feel like those ones are as big as still, Yeah, they're, they're like, not. No, no, nothing beats NFL Thanksgiving. Did you know that back in the day when they were setting up the, a game to be played on Thanksgiving that they offered it to the Packers and they said no? Oh, that could have been tradition. Did you also know? That could have been a tradition if you guys I, oh, yeah. shit stomping the Lions every I year. I know. Uh, did you also know that uh, when they were throwing out the nickname America's Team out there? That they offered it to the Packers and they said no. They offered it to the Steelers first, actually. That's I didn't I did know that, but they also offered it to the Packers. And so then both the, Steelers, the Packers and the Steelers said no. The Steelers, because they're a class organization, went, kiss my fucking ass. We're America's team because we win. Yeah. That's that's why I yep. when I went drinking in Pittsburgh, it was I love that city simply because of the fact any bar you go to, their roads are terrible. Their roads are basically nuked up. Like it's it's like you're looking at a post apocalyptic road. <laughs> But the people there are so nice. As long as you don't talk trash on the Steelers, they'll typically embrace you with arms open. <coughs> Great drinkers out there, good people. And good every people. single bar has sports on and gambling everywhere. It's beautiful. It's like going to like a trashy Vegas, and I love it. Awesome. Uh, so moving on with our picks for the rest of Week 12. Uh, we got the Sunday lineup. The Raiders against the Falcons. Who do you got, Marcus? Not Raiders, hands down. Raiders have lost against good teams, but I don't think they've lost too bad against bad teams. So I'm going to go on Raiders in this one, hands down. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Raiders. Um, I feel like this is going to be the week where we have a lot of similar choices. Uh, Chargers and Bills. Bills coming off a bye week. That's cursed a lot of teams, though, so that's one a little iffy. I'm going with Bills as well. I think they're, they're just simply better than the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, now here's one that we might, uh, I guess, never mind. We probably won't be that different on it. Uh, the Giants against the Bengals. I gotta go Giants. I gotta go Giants too without Joey B there. I probably would pick with Joey B if he was there, but 
I still would have went with the Giants in that one. Okay. Uh, we got the Tennessee Titans against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, here, yeah, so here's uh, so they do play this week. So they played within the three-week span. They play each other twice. What a great schedule. You're Good in the job, NFC NFL. North. You're used to that shit all the time. Yeah, you guys do true. that literally yeah. with every team in your yeah, division. It's, it's ridiculous. So yeah, uh, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Colts here. I think they sweep. I'll go Titans. Got to change it up. Uh, Titans, I think, had a good bounce-back game, and I think they're ready. All right. Panthers-Vikings. Who are they playing at, by the way, in that game? Are they playing Uh, Why does it even matter? It's it's fucking... Uh, In in Indianapolis. All in a dome? Yep. I'll still put Faith. Goskowski, I think, it's still Crickham. And he's in a dome, so he's probably going to be a bit better. Yep. Uh, Carolina, Minnesota. If Teddy plays, it'll be kind of the homecoming for Teddy Bridgewater. That's why I don't the... know. Is Teddy gonna be healthy no for that if he's game? Play or not? Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna fuck. We're going with PJ Walker in this one. XFL fan. We can't desert the XFL guys either. I'm going Carolina too. I think that uh, they definitely got a they got the better team. Um, Arizona against the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Cards. I'm going Cardinals too. Yeah, like I said, we're gonna have a lot of similar picks this week. I think. Yeah, I was still torn. I was thinking about going with the Colts, but uh, you gotta change it up. You gotta take your chances. I gotta get that week back. Uh, Dolphins, Jets. Dolphins, Finskis, yep. all the way. You're yeah, not gonna pick agreed. the Jets for their potential first win. I, I can't. I can't. I, absolutely not. I think I might have picked them once this year, and uh, I, I just I can't. Don't... I just can't trust that at all. I'd have to look here. I don't believe I picked them. Uh, the Browns and Jaguars. How long is Minshew out for? I have no Any idea. Word? Yeah, fuck. I mean, Browns are still probably going to win that one. Browns beat up bad teams, kicked their ass kicked by good teams. So, yep, I'm going Browns too. Um, we got the Ravens and Steelers. So good game, of course. Uh, what, guess what time uh, this game is being played, Marcus? Twelve this, o'clock game. It is twelve o'clock game. Correct. Surprise me. Uh, two. You have two Thursday night games. Yeah. So they got the Cowboys still have a prime time game technically. Yes, they I do. Think, yeah, it's a. It's a they always play on Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving though, game. So it's a prime time I'm not game. Gonna, I'm not gonna get. I am gonna bitch about them. it. Because they get every fucking prime time. They get every like afternoon game, and they get every fucking prime time game, even though they suck. Yeah. Uh, I got Steelers here. I think Pittsburgh's yeah. like like we've talked about earlier. They're the best team in the league, and um, I think Yinzels. Oh yeah, definitely going with Yinzel. Yins. Uh, Saints Broncos. That's a toughie. I'm, I'm gonna smelling, go with I'm smelling Saints. trap game for the Saints, so I'm going Denver here. So you I'll got go the with Saints. the Saints. I got it. To me, you got to go with the got to go with the record in this one. Yeah. Who are they? Where are they playing? Are they playing in Mile High? Or are they playing? They are playing in, at Mile High. Oof. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with the Saints. I trust Taysom. Yep. Um, maybe with a bit more of a mobile quarterback back there, it might cause a bit of an issue for that Broncos. And the Saints have a better offensive yeah. line than Miami. Agreed. Much, much, much better. Um, 49ers, Rams. You got to go with the Rams in this yeah, one. I Niners agree. still too banged up. Yep, I agree there. Um, and the game that, sh- other than the uh, Steelers and Baltimore, that should have been the Sunday night game is the Chiefs and Bucks. Chiefs hands down. I think I'm going Chiefs here. As Bucks well. could surprise, but I'm not seeing it. No, I don't think the Bucks the have Bucks the defense. Seem to, Bucks seem to kind of fold against um, teams that actually are good. Yeah. Besides, I guess the Packers, but 
you know, typical Packers there. And I, I know I, I threw, threw a couple of games out there that should have been the Sunday night game. The actual Sunday night game is the Packers against the Bears. Um, obviously, I'm happy that the Packers are playing in primetime, but I actually don't like the Sunday night games anyways, so I would rather them play at noon. Yeah. Oh, I'm going Packers hands yeah. down in that one. Yeah, I'm going to go Packers too. Um, I was actually right last week picking against them, but I do think that... Uh, Come in and off a loss, had to practice Monday. Yep. Uh, and then the Monday night game, Seattle against Philadelphia. Go. F- go Seahawks. Going Seahawks. I'm going with the Seahawks as well. So not a lot of differences this week, but a couple in there to kind of make it a little bit interesting for the both of us. Actually, yeah, uh, there's only one. I apologize. There's not that's, even a couple in there. That's, that's just the one. The Denver against New Orleans is the only one that you and I picked differently this no, week. No, we picked uh, Colts Titans. Was oh, also Colts Titans. So we got two, two, two this week. So that that's we need tiebreaker. We do not believe in ties in this podcast. What do we want the tiebreaker to be? Um, record overall. So each of the NFC East teams play separate te- or out of the division this week. So overall record that they will have coming out of the week. Um, over under two and a half. God, I'm trying. No, we gotta think here. We gotta do. It's gotta be something unique, like we always do. Okay. Hmm. We'll go. God, I'm trying to think. What were the games we were separated on? Uh, the Titans, in- Colts. Titans and Colts, and the uh, Broncos and Saints. All right. Do you want to go all-purpose yards? Tannehill versus Taysom. Sure. Who has the more? Who has more all-purpose yards between the two quarterbacks? Sure. All right. Um, so who do you want out of that one? I'll take Taysom. Yeah. Oh damn it! I, was, I should have took the first round pick on that one. All right. I guess I got Tannehill. Whoever has. All right. So if there's a split there, uh, if Tannehill bombs it out against the Colts. Now I'm praying for the Broncos <laughs> defense to just shut them out but i don't think that's gonna happen damn it i kind of yeah. i put myself in a corner and yeah, that's all right it happens uh, so i couldn't so go with andrew luck because are we just going just we're just going straight all-purpose yards straight all-purpose yards oh, okay touchdowns. I, th- I think that i mean Tannehill's definitely got a chance to eclipse well it's not fair overall. for because if we just go if we go with touchdowns then Taysom could run touchdowns in whereas right. Tannehill's gonna dump the ball at the one so yeah we'll go all-purpose yards yeah all-purpose yards total i think that i think that's a pretty fair yeah. But because Taysom's kind of that dual threat, so he actually so he can run and throw, he can run and throw, but that usually manager. results in less yards overall. How, so. how are we sitting on for time? We, almost uh, got, we gotta wrap this thing up. We gotta wrap this thing up. <sighs> uh, well, next week I'll preview the debate question next week. Okay. Um, we're gonna go with through generations NFL's greatest unsung heroes. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting. That, go. that gives me some time to research. Yeah. Actually. So we're gonna go like just generational wise, so like. About, we'll go every 15 to 25 years. All right. Unsung Heroes Through the Generations next week on OC Sports Talk. I am Casey along with Miami Marcus. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Drive safely. Yes. Take chances. Well, that, that kind <laughs> take of chances on the That kind of contradicts the drive it's safely. It's not contradicting at all. You just drive safely, but you got to take chances. If that light's turning yellow and it's been yellow for a hot minute, <laughs> gun it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.